Blog Talk Radio. Hugs and kisses. He called me missus. 
Cause I taste so delicious He call me Mrs. Cause I bring all his wishes He calls me Mrs. He call me Mrs. All right, welcome to the digital meet and greet, and I'm some guy named Jay, like I've always been, Jonathan Coleman, if you're in Blacktopia, you're like, who the hell is Jay? It's me, Jonathan Coleman, and we also have JT, our host, let me go on ahead and bring on the host, JT, from Elite Life, JT, how yo, you yo, doing? Yo, what's going on, man, another digital meet and greet, man, we getting sexy and Intimate and all that good stuff tonight, man. What's going on? Oh, oh yes, all is well. All is well. We we're definitely gonna, uh, you know, get sexy and intimate <laughs> with our uh, with our with our guest, Kanye Foy Ford. Dang, my tongue's all in my mouth right now. Coach K uh, from Love and Intimacy One Hundred and One. She's a sexologist, a licensed sexologist, and relationship expert, and uh, she knows about all of that well-versed in that. And, um, and, you know, she doesn't just give relationship advice. She's also a life coach. Uh, you know, you can use her services for many other different ways to enhance your life, not just the, uh, not just the sex and the romance. However, if you're improving the rest of your life, the sex and the romances are going to automatically be improved just based on that. You know, but oh yeah, I'm doing well. That's what you asked me originally. Yeah, I'm doing well. <laughs> Yeah, man, excited for the show tonight. Like I say, having Coach K on and, and getting the one-on-one and the breakdown on, on the stuff that we really need in order to, you know, be as balanced and as successful as we can in our relationships and, and then getting that insight on romance and things of that nature, man. I mean, it's going to be a dope show. Oh, yes, true indeed, true indeed. It's going to be a great show. And uh, so let's go on ahead and bring on the guest Coach K. Coach K, how you doing? Hey, everybody. I'm good. How about hey. yourself? Yeah, how are you? Yeah, we're just doing the show. We're doing well. Doing great. Doing great. Doing well. <laughs> Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm glad and uh, we're glad to have you tonight and uh, so you can give us that great advice um, I want to say for anybody that's listening in, if you're listening in on an app or a link or a third-party website and you want to talk to Coach K, uh, just give us, you know, you want to ask your relationship questions or whatever, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1. If you're already streaming from your phone, that means you already dialed the number. All you got to do is just press 1 and we'll bring you on. And uh, you can ask your questions. And uh, we're going to get to everybody, so just wait. You know, wait your turn. If, you, if somebody's talking too long and, you, and we haven't brought you on, uh, just be patient. We're, we're going to bring you on. So you know, and if you hang up and call back, that don't mean you automatically get first. You get actually you get in the back of the line. Actually, that's how it works. So <laughs> don't, don't don't think you're being slick by doing that. You just got to wait. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna pass the mic over to JT. JT's gonna kick us off with the questions, and uh, and then we're gonna bring on some callers. So uh, are you ready, Coach K? I am ready. Definitely. Awesome, All right, awesome. let's do this. All right, so Coach K, let me ask you this: um, Can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Uh, well, my name is Kanye Ford, but everyone just calls me Coach K. I am a, a certified clinical sexologist and master sexologist, and what that translates to is a life, love, and intimacy coach. Um, ideally, I have a target audience, but I do have a wide range of clients that I see. My biggest goal is to encourage, empower, and to guide everyone to own in their sexuality. Um, because honestly, when you can own your own sexuality, the confidence in yourself to do anything in the world just magnifies that much more. So I'm genuinely excited to be here and to share everything that I can about that realm of life. Um, my background is about 15 plus years in human resources, so getting this certification just kind of puts it all as one big ball of learning. Awesome, and I'm glad you, you know what I'm saying, you're excited about being on the show tonight. We are excited as well. Uh, let me start off with this. Um, one of the biggest questions that, that I've heard is how how important is the physical aspect of your relationship um, as opposed to how you connect spiritually with someone? Um. That will that will vary from person to person. However, if you lose physical touch, eventually the intimacy will wear itself out. When you so, if someone goes and has a mental uh, relationship with someone, that can be a way stronger bond. So that by the time the physical act happens, is just that much greater. So uh, I would say that the mental aspect is extremely important, but you can't just give away and not have the physical um, piece of it. And I go back and I think about some of the long-distance relationships or, you know, like jailhouse relationships. The bond that those people build is outstanding. It's just crazy. You know, you have people that are in relationships for 10-plus years of just talking on the phone because they're getting completely involved and immersed in a mental relationship. However, when you have the capability of having physical touch, um, that part does, it, it matters. Once you've been touched once, you typically want to be touched again. You know what I'm saying? That's a great answer, and it offers great insight um, to the question. So let me go ahead and get the elephant out of the room so you can clear it up for our audience. <laughs> is what Jada Jada Pickett-Smith described as entanglement, is that a real thing? And, and, and how close is she to the reality of what she said um, in her show when she described how she, you know, she got involved with um, um, the guy August? Um, how she got involved in how she moved out of her marriage, even though she said they were at a point where they were disconnected or not really on the same, you know, in in act they were separated. So, kind of explain that whole thing. Is that a real thing? You know what she said. 
It is in her reality in that moment that was her real thing. But here's the thing, and I literally just finished my article on this today and put it out. People are married until they are divorced or widowed. So it's rumored, and I have not confirmed this because I don't know Will or Jada, that they have an open or a flexible marriage which means that they are free to kind of do and maneuver within their marriage as they so fit. But I'm pretty sure, and I can only hope, that it's within specific guidelines. So during the time that this quote-unquote entanglement, which let's call it what it is, a thing, a thing, it's a relationship, at the time that she entered into a relationship with August, her and Will were going through something in their marriage which means that whatever agreement that they had as far as flexibility or openness um, would have been null and void, which is why I feel like Will was so emotional about it, and he made it very clear that she needed to say exactly what it was. She wasn't going to be able to scoot around it and call it an entanglement because she didn't get caught up in barbed wire. She had a full-blown relationship with another person, that was outside of the scope of what whatever agreement that her and her husband had in that moment. Um, I think it's a, a sad situation all the way around, especially for August, because if you hear him talk about it, he's deeply hurt by it. But he should have known better than to get involved with a married person, period. If there's anyone out there that's listening to me right now, People are married until they're not. If you choose to get into a relationship with a married person, I would say 98% of the time expect to be hurt because that married person is not married to you. That's, and he was young. So I wouldn't expect him to just know it. Know it. Um, 23 at the time is what he would have been because this happened about four years ago. And that's a, a that's pretty young, and you're still learning boundaries, and you're learning yourself. Um, but she was absolutely in a relationship, and that's why Will made her say it. In order to be and speak your truth and to heal from your truth, you have to speak it out of your mouth. So kudos to him for making her say it. So would you oh, say yeah. that? Oh, yeah. uh- JT, I didn't mean to cut you off. But I, I just want to get a follow-up question in right quick. Uh, Based on uh, the red table talk, um, we already know that Will, you know, he was he was all out of sorts. You know, he you know he, he he wasn't really taking it well. We could tell by his body language and you know his facial expressions, and he looked like he's been he was crying, uh, you know, prior to the show. Uh, but as for Jada, as far as how she was, uh, I know she has it's her show, and she has to put on a different face, you know, for the camera. Uh, for her show, uh, based on her body language and things that was coming out of her mouth, what, how do you, how do, what, do, how do you? I don't know how to word my question because it's off the cuff. But you get what? I'm, what? What? What, uh, what about her? <laughs> That's the best way I can ask it. Uh, so the way I explained it in that article is, it. She was calculated in her words. She kept it very robotic, and she did not show any type of remorse or any type of emotion surrounding the relationship that she had. It is a complete 
different to hear her speak of that relationship and situation than when you hear August speak of it. She talked about it as if, oh, you know, I accidentally fell down and he fell into me and it was nothing at all. Whereas he made statements of, I gave myself to her, you know, it, this butchered me, this, you know, he was truly involved, but she kept it very um, politically correct the entire time. And, but that's her truth. You know, if, if that's the way she chooses to state her truth, I am, you know, who am I to tell her how to do it? Because that's what she has to live with. And when she's ready to speak it the way she wants to to her husband, because that's the only person besides herself that she owes any type of explanation to. She didn't owe us that interview at all. That, I'm pretty sure, was was more for Will, um, because she doesn't owe that to us whatsoever. So she has to live with how she's going to speak her truth in order for her to get past this. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, and, and and besides, regardless of the body language, I know you can't read her mind, because uh, I was wondering if, if you think that roboticness was just out of, you know, okay, I got to do this for the show, even though I don't, you know, like you said, she doesn't owe us anything, um, or out of just coldness, you know, to, you know, to the situation. But, but I, I guess, like I said, you can't, who's to know? That's, that's, that's for Jada to know. Okay. No, I, I will say this. I've seen Jada on other red table. So if anyone has ever, you know, you watch the red table talk, she knows how to get emotional about things. She knows how to let a tear fall. She knows how to be emotional about specific situations. I feel like this is something that potentially they already talked about in private way back when it probably did not come out as it was a full-blown relationship. So when August made this statement, then it probably rehashed a wound with more truth added onto it. And so she decided to keep it PR, you know, like on this scene on the show, whereas Will he probably could not because he was probably finding out things that he did not know from four years ago. And I've seen this personally play out. So I know, I know how that can almost destroy him. So she just, she put on a cold face and she just gave him what he needed in that moment, which was that interview publicly. Okay, well, um, before I give the mic back to uh, JT, I just want to say that for anybody that's streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, and you want to ask licensed sexologist and relationship expert Coach K any questions about dating, relationships, uh, you know, if you're single and you want to, you know, get some advice or you're in a relationship, want some advice or anything, you know, anything involved in that, or if you want to talk about other people's relationships too, like Will and Jada, <laughs> that's uh, that, that's on the table as well. Uh, you can give us a call at 929-477-3872. Again, if you just in case you got to write it down right quick, 929-477-3872. 
and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. If you're streaming from your phone already, that means you've already dialed the number. All you have to do is press 1, and we'll bring you on, and we'll, you can ask Coach K your questions. Also, if you're, uh, if you're in Blacktopia or if you're in the Media Blast or any of these other groups that, uh, that, that's checking this out right now, um, and you want to ask a question but you want to be anonymous with it, uh, just, send, just inbox it to me, uh, Jonathan Coleman, uh, or I'll, I'll, I'll take it on Instagram as well if you're on Instagram, at J-A-Y-F-O-R-N-O-W, and just send it to me. I'll read out your question to her. We'll keep it anonymous. We won't put your name out there. We'll do it that way. Uh, you know, I know I usually say, hey, y'all get out of my inbox and call in. <laughs> y'all get out of my But this, this we'll make an exception. <laughs> you know, we'll make an exception this week. So uh, so definitely. Let me pass them. Oh, we got a caller in the eight. We got a, we got a caller right quick, JT. So let's want to take this call in, and then we'll give the mic back to you. Uh, caller in the 804-982. You're on the air. Ooh. Hey, what's poppin'? Oh, we know what that, that is. Cool on steel. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Hi. Yes. Uh, I also want to let the listeners know we played Cool Von Seal, Mrs. Sandman, at the beginning of the show. That was a song you heard. Yes. So if you like that, stream that on Spotify. Thank you. <laughs> I called yes, in. I called in one to show my, my boo thing, Miss Kenya Ford, some love. And two, I do have a question. I do have a question. I have two questions, actually. Can I ask my question? Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. ahead. Miss Sexologist, is it okay to ask a man to rub his first nut out before he comes over to the house to see me? It is absolutely okay, and I think it is smart if you know that he's a quick comer on the first go-round um, because you are actually letting him know what you need. Well, I don't know if he's a quick comer, but from what I'm gathering when I have conversations with men about those who come fast, if it's a new chick, somebody they really like, somebody they're into, something, somebody they're trying to impress, they get the jitters, get anxious, and um, then it builds up, and then it just splack out, comes real fast. So to me, my thing is, well, if you're trying to impress me and you got the jitters, get that first one out the way. Come strong with the second one. Then that'll impress me. But that's my logical thinking. So, and it's all in how you deliver that uh, statement. So if you all are having a general, you know, having a, a, a just an honest conversation, being okay. able to explain that would be helpful. Um, it's just like when you tell a kid no, but don't give an explanation behind it. It's like, well, what the hell? So you want to be able to just make that very clear. This is why. I'm mean, not telling them, you know, everybody else that I da, 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 but just making it clear. This ah. is what you feel like may happen. <laughs> Ah, okay, so I got to work on my delivery. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. <laughs> ah, I don't have no time to be beating around no bush. Okay, so here's the second question. Now that we know I don't have time to be beating around the bush, is there any advice you can give a woman like myself for um, the initial meet and greet, getting to know process to uh, for somebody like myself? You know, you know the the women I am, the kind of women that are like myself. We need some uh, advice. 
so for that strong, independent woman who knows exactly what she wants. Self-sufficient. Yes. It is vital that you are who you are on the front end, period. And that is letting people, without, without making them feel like, oh, you can't do anything for me, versus I can do this all, but I don't want to always do it. So okay. here, here I am. Be who you are, no matter what. Don't don't water yourself down or any of that. That will let you know right up front if someone is strong enough to be with you by your side and to hold you up the entire time. Mm, okay. All right. I don't deviate away from who I am. It's just like you know. I guess uh, Hercules ain't come yet. <laughs> now, and you know what? You know, they show up when you're least expecting it. So the one that you might, the net you might be swatting away could be, could be the one. Yeah, I don't like nothing in my ear. So, yeah. But um, thank you, boo. Nothing in I your ear? Want... Nothing at all in your ear? <laughs> I, don't like <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like tongues in my ear either. Get, ugh, I don't like it. <laughs> it's like wet air. I don't like it. <laughs> But I just wanted to come through and, um, one, give you a couple of questions. One, because I really needed those answers. Another one to show you support and to also say thank you for um, opportunities you've given me. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you for supporting me and, and giving me information to take the next step a little further and giving me a lot of information. I really appreciate you extending your resources and friendship out to me. Always, it is all love. Cause I love you from the top to the bottom, front to back. Okay, girl, cause that's a cute little package of love. I'm just saying. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I'm gonna let you get back to your show, fellas. It's a great show as always. And Miss Four Miss Sexologist, I will see you on the flip side, Mama. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, y'all be Definitely. easy. Thank you. All right, you too. Later. I have a question on. Um, in my messenger, if I'm okay to read that out. Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and read yeah. that out. Um, you know, yeah. just keep it anonymous. Go ahead. I am. Um, so there is a person who got married young. So they were young when they got married, about 18 years old. Um, they split up for a little while, so there was a separation for some time. Now that they're older, have a degree, good job, they are starting to look at the relationship a little bit different. Well, their relationship is now different because, of course, we're older. Um, so they have decided to try to work out their differences for their child and for religious reasons and because they now have different feelings for each other. So they're wanting to know some advice for that um, and how will a long separation affect intimacy? And should they even try to get back together? And I hope I made that question as clear, I mean, that, you know, question as clear as possible so that people understand the answer, because that is actually a very good question. Young couple had a separation, came back together. They're in a different place now. They want to try to work it out for the child and for religious reasons. Should they even try to get back together? Absolutely, they should. Um, the first thing is 
when you're when you have decided to marry your partner, you have made a different level of commitment. And when it is said, you know, for better, for worse, sickness and health, um, to death do you part, it is truly when you're young, you will do things that are not ideal. Your feelings are not fully grown. What you like and what you don't like, what you will and will not accept, have not even been truly developed. So having that separation period for each of you to take the journey to learn yourself more and then to be able to come back together as different mature adults, now you have a new view of marriage and life that you can see if this is able to be worked out. So I think that separation period is a good time frame, especially getting married at the right age of just turning legal. Now, when you do come back together, there needs to be a clear decision made if you will or will not discuss anything that has occurred during the separation because that is where some of the um, tension will rise is the wandering of, what did you do while we were separated? I think that needs to be a conversation first and then move forward from there. For this particular uh, couple, I would be more than happy to do a free discovery call to talk on a more detailed level, but in the overall sense, absolutely. You made the initial commitment. There was a reason why you decided to get married. But I will always tell anyone, never stay in a relationship just for the children because it can do sometimes more harm to that child than not if you do. That child, both adults, could potentially grow resentment for that action. So please don't ever do anything based on the child. Co-parenting is perfect if marriage is not for the child, but forcing something that cannot work for the child is not fair because they feel like, well, my mommy and daddy did this for me and they're not even happy, so what did I do wrong? So be careful with that aspect of it. Now, what does a long separation, um, how does it affect intimacy? Honestly, it depends because we don't know the intimacy level beforehand. Um, It can make you want that person even more. I don't know what happened in the separation. Did you have other experiences in there? So um, I really can't genuinely speak to that piece without having those details. So I know I didn't give you 100% of the answers, but I hope I gave you enough to get started. But, again, I welcome you to do um, that discovery call with me so I can give you a little bit more in-depth one-on-one based on the assessment that you do. And thank you for that question. Oh, yes. Thank you for answering that. Definitely, uh, caller, uh, well, listener, uh, I hope you, uh, you know, learned a lot from that. Let me go ahead and throw some uh, some clapping on that. And also, Coach K, let them know how they can get your services and stuff, you know, to, to get the coaching and get the, 
you know, because you're not just for people that, that are in relationships. You're also for single people, also for people that need the help in all the many different areas that you provide the help in. Um, let them know how, the best ways to get, you know, get up with you. Absolutely. You can feel free to call or text me anytime. Uh, my phone number is 804-967-4551. You can also send me an email. My email is info, I-N-F-O, at loveandintimacy101.com. You can visit my website, which is loveandintimacy101.com. On there, um, you should be able to set up any appointments that you need to set up. You can follow me on Instagram. Um, That is Coach K, and that's K-A-Y spelled out, 101. And then on Facebook, I'm Love and Intimacy 101. Great, great. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, All right. uh, If you're listening in on a link or a third-party website or an app or anything like that, just give us a call at 929 Four seven seven three eight seven two, and then press one. We're talking to Coach K about relationships, entanglements, and all that. You know, uh, she, she has all the answers. Uh, if you're streaming from your phone, that means you've already dialed the number. Just press one, and we'll bring you on. We're going to get to all your questions. So, you know, uh, so so yeah, wait in line. <laughs> We're going to get everybody. And also, if you want to ask a question anonymously, if you don't want to call in. Uh, you're welcome to inbox me. I'm Jonathan Coleman, of course. Uh, you can also reach me on Instagram at J-A-Y-F-O-R-N-O-W. And uh, just pop your question over. Let me know you're listening to the show. Because I know some of y'all are listening from Blacktopia or, you know, checking the links out on, on the Media Blast websites and things. And, you know, you don't necessarily want to, you know, put your business out there, but you want to ask a great question. We'll definitely get it to the experts so uh, so Coach K can answer that for you. Um, and I know I usually say, hey, y'all get out in the inbox, <laughs> y'all call into the show, but tonight we're making an exception. Um, so let's go ahead and take some more callers. Uh, also, we want to get back to JT as well. Uh, caller in the 678-206, you're on the air. Who is this? Hello? Hello. Hello, yes, I'm, I'm calling as anonymous. And I have a question. <laughs> you're calling uh, as anonymous. But we we know who this is, but we're, okay, we, we, we'll go along. Oh, with it. <laughs> you got me, you got me, you got me, David, you got me. I thought I was supposed to disguise my voice. This, but I I do have a question for the sexologist. I've been waiting to get on with her for a minute. How you doing, beautiful? I'm good. How about yourself? Girl, listen, let me tell you, I got a lot going on right now. I just need you to answer and fix some of these things that's going on, okay? Okay. I heard you was the vagina doctor. That's what you do, right? You like the gynecologist for black people, right? Uh, more for your mind. I, I get your mind right so that the rest of your body will follow. Girl, let me tell you, get my mind right, okay? Okay, so let me tell you, I, I just turned 62. God is good. All right. And my husband, see, he's 30. Mm-hmm. And then he don't he don't got me pregnant now. I know it, it deserved a clap when it happened. It really did. Baby. You should have seen me. <laughs> it did. It did. So I've been in heat a lot more, you know, now since I'm pregnant and old. 
you know, I've been in heat a lot more, and, you know, I don't know if he's ready for what I got got ready to give to him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I want him, you know, to tie me up a little bit and stuff like that and choke me and stuff. But he, he ain't ready. I need you to tell me what I got to do to get him ready. I want him to chase me in the woods. Well, I don't think you want to go running around pregnant 62 in the woods. However, we can definitely uh, find some very safe ways for you to have fun. But the best way to get your husband to do what you want him to or what you need him to is either Mm -hmm. one, walk up to him and say, Mm -hmm. this is what I need from you, or two, go to casecandy.com, purchase all of the uh, the products, lay them out on the bed and say, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That's it. Just let's go. That's how I got pregnant. Go. I'm gonna tell you right now. That's how I got well, pregnant. That's right, girl. Get pregnant again. Child. <laughs> well, listen, but let me. I wanted to really ask you because I had asked my mama. You know, she a pastor, and I asked her, you know, about squirting because mm-hmm. I, I feel like a lot of women don't know about that. Do you know about that? I know a little bit about it. You want to know how how to do it? I can. I've been trying to make myself do do it, but my belly gets in the way, you know. So, uh, how can I do it? And for the women who don't know how to do it, tell me how to well, do it. Well, if you, if your stomach is in the way right now and you can't get your your fingers down there, but I'm gonna still give you the rundown of how to when you can get around it. So run it down. It's essential. Run it down. It's, it's, it's essentially you are finding your G-spot. Your G-spot is going to be about two inches below your navel towards the front of your um, body. It's so if you're going... Well, you know where it used to be. That's approximately where you're looking at. Okay. So, two inches so using your, below? You come about two inches below that. But you mm-hmm. want to take your two... First two fingers, your pointer finger and your middle finger. You want to make sure mm-hmm. your hands are nice and washed. Any of your nails that you have on is cut down low. Insert right, coronavirus. your two fingers. Huh? Coronavirus. You yeah. got to wash your hands real good and get up under the nails. Absolutely. <laughs> you want to uh, insert those two fingers and make sure that you do put a little bit of lubrication on those fingers. Insert okay. your two fingers. And you want to feel mm-hmm. around in that area. So if you feel a a spongy area that does not feel like the rest of the tissue around it, then Mm -hmm. that is essentially where your G-spot is. As you start Mm, to get aroused. hmm? And now sometimes it could be around the corner, right? You know. know, You're looking for for the male prostate if you're going around the corner. So we don't have that, but you want want to stay in the same avenue, so don't go around the corner. We going, we staying in the same avenue, but the avenue has corners: east, west, south, north. And you want to stay right in the middle. That's right, girl. Child. Okay. <laughs> so once you find that magic spot, and as you start to get aroused, you'll feel it become a, a little bit engorged in that area. You're mm. pressing and depressing that specific spongy spot. Now, mm-hmm. before you even start to locate this area, you want to completely empty your bladder because you don't want any urine in your bladder. Because once you okay. have 
played with that G-spot enough and you rubbed it and you pushed it and you depressed it and you massaged it and stroked it, eventually Mm -hmm. you will get to the point where you will release a clear, smell-free liquid. It'll seem like it has even a little bit of oil in it. But that's essentially your female ejaculation that you have just released, which is squirting. It won't always gush out like you mm -hmm. Can you, is squirting pee or is it not? Can you answer that question? Is it pee or is it not pee? Because I heard that Squirting is not pee. Mm, There are some people that will pretend as if they're squirting and they will just pee on people. But that's why (laughs) for any any person that I talk to about exploring uh, squirting, you want to empty your bladder before you do it. Okay. All right. All right. That's what I'm talking about. That is very informative. I've been searching for this answer high and low, you know, for the longest. But, you know, uh, I, I, I wanted to know how to do it myself. And, you know, it's not, this is not a good time during coronavirus season to be doing it myself. So I can't, I, I got, I, you know, I can wash my hands good, but I can't get around the old mountain, you know. So, but that's good to know. As soon as December comes, I'm 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 be trying to do it myself. I gotta ask my husband permission too first, you know. But um, but but that that's, now I will that's say, if mm. if you can't get around that belly and you want your husband to help you, the best way that he mm-hmm. can get to oh, that G zone, oh, right then you, if you can get into the downward dog, so with your behind up and your head down on the bed, he can get to your G-spot. Oh, there you go. So he can get to that G-spot a whole lot better at that angle. Uh-huh, from the back, right? Absolutely. From the back? Yes. That that makes me cry sometimes when you do that. Did you, have, did you ever heard of you squirting so much that you cry? Uh-huh, if it feels so good, you get your nerves and tingles all um, involved. Mm, I, I, was, I wasn't sure at first, because, you know, I never cried before. Honey, it was real. It was that real. Now, thank God that we're married and covered under God's grace and mercy, you know, because, uh, you know, them entanglements ain't nothing nice. When God is watching, it's hard to have sex if you ain't, you know, married. You know, because he be watching, you know, and, and I just want him to be, because he's been ruling our soul since we've been married. You know, I imagine he right there at the end of the bed because it's the three of us, you know, in the name of Jesus. And, and I just want my sex to be covered under the blood of Jesus, you know. That's right. Make it good. Make it, make right. it last, too. That's right. Make it last and all. And I love that, you know, married sex, I feel like, is the best sex ever. I feel like, you know, because... You know, you you if you really if not you know you're not getting married for weed. You know, some people get married for weed. You know, they marry their drug dealer and stuff like that. You heard about stuff like that, Jonathan? I know you did. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, uh, yeah. If you listen to Monday uh, Night Tape, uh, check uh-huh. out that sketch. Skip. <laughs> Uh, for the love of weed, yeah, that, yeah, it's pretty funny. Check out yesterday night tape on Spotify. That's right, that's right. So if you're getting married for the right reasons, you know, and you put God into your marriage, you know, He's gonna make your sex better. So, and I appreciate you telling me 
about that square because my mama, when I asked her, you know, she didn't know. She thought I was talking about squirting with a water bottle. <laughs> now you can now you can tell her something. <laughs> no, she she I, I'm gonna tell her something. I'm am. She's gonna stop telling me about her sex life. That's what she's gonna stop doing. But I appreciate I appreciate the time. That's good. As soon as I had this baby, I'm gonna be right set. I'm gonna call you. Listen, you you so do you you don't make house calls, but you be on the internet and stuff like that. Promoting your, yeah. your your you know your business. Where can we find you at? You can find me at Love and Intimacy One Hundred One dot com. On Instagram, it's Coach K One Hundred One, and Facebook, Coach it's K. Love and Intimacy One Hundred One. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with crazy because I need to know, and I got some toys of my own. You know, I just I just don't use them for sex purposes. You know, but we'll talk about that later. Absolutely, <laughs> I, I got your toys too. So you you let me know. You got this girl. Listen, I got. I need my I need my double blessings. You know, I had my double blessings. I made a mistake and cut them in half, and so I need that's the double penetration. The the you the horseshoe. That's what they call it. That double is that about fifty dollars on your website too. Ours vary anywhere from eighty up to one twenty nine USB rechargeable one year uh, warranty, so you can wear it out for three hundred sixty four oh, days. Must... It breaks down. That's eighty to hundred dollars, girl. You must pay bills and come with a remote. It come with a remote and a toilet or something. What I, I do have with? one that has a remote and one that is app enabled, uh-huh. which means that if your partner's in the Netherlands, they can control the panty vibe. For you here in America, so we have all kinds of goodies. Yes. What? I'm gonna get your phone number. Hold on, hold on. Let me open up my memo. <laughs> Let me open up. I need your phone number. That is, that is nice. That is nice. What is your number? It's eight zero four. Eight zero four. Nine six seven. Okay. Eight zero four nine six seven. Four five five one. Four five five one. Yes, girl. Yes, I gotta get together. This Miss is it, Miss K. You Coach Miss K. K, right? Coach, uh-huh. Coach K. Mm-hmm. Girl, I can see you right at the edge of my bed, coaching me how to do it, girl. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. That's nice, girl. I'm gonna get. You. I'm gonna text you later on because you know I, I got some ideas and stuff like that. I ain't gonna tell all my business. But God bless you. Thank you for doing what you do and informing us about our sexuality and our bodies and relationships and entanglement. God is good. All of that is important. All of that is important. Thank you so much for calling in with the good questions. I'm loving it. Oh, I'm loving it, too. That's, that's, That's awesome. Thank you, Jonathan, so much, sweetheart. Thank you so much. You always bring me on in God's time. Everything happens in God's time. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much, baby. And I'm going to get out of here. Yes. I'm going to go and try to practice. Okay, my husband said he ready. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Grandma. <laughs> <Marie Marie. laughs> All right, baby. Yeah. All right, God bless you, okay? Yes, ma'am. All right. All right. We're taking some more calls. Uh, if you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1. Again, if you're on an app, a third-party website, a link, or anything like that, and you don't have the number in front of you, 
Just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1 and we'll bring you on. If you're streaming from your phone right now, you've already dialed the number, so all you have to do is just press 1 and we'll bring you on. All right, let's go ahead and take some more callers. We also want to pass the mic back to JT as well. Uh, caller in the 303-356. You're on the air. Who is this? Yo, this is Jamie, and I'm not going to remain anonymous on this motherfucker at all. Yeah, you can't hide. <laughs> we know that voice. Uh-uh, because <laughs> y'all like know Grandma my voice. Riri. <laughs> yeah, Grandma Riri calling and talking about she's anonymous. We know that. We know that. <laughs> Jamie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. So I was up in the commentary about a couple of weeks ago. Let me walk a little ways down the street because I don't want these men all up in my business when I be talking about this because I don't even get no idea. But we were yeah. talking about squirting. And I still cannot wrap my mind around how you squirt. I, I, I just can't wrap my mind around it. Like, I can climax. I can climax. I, my walls contract real nice, tightens up. You know, little juices come down. But it's 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 not a, it's not like a, a a watery liquid. It's just more like a like a creamy type substance and whatever when I climax. But I still cannot wrap my mind around sports. And I didn't try everything. I didn't stuff a cucumber in that motherfucker. I didn't stuff a dildo. I didn't put fingers up in that motherfucker. And it's just, it's just, it won't work. But I know exactly where my G spot is at when I'm riding it. And it's about two, about two inches in. And so, and when I start to get the stimulating that thing right there, like, uh, like, uh, uh, like ten good strokes, I'm climaxing. But it's not squirt. So tell me, please, how you do it. But here's the, the beautiful thing about all of our bodies being completely diversely different. You you cream. You don't squirt, per se. So one thing that messes up a whole lot of people's perception of a lot of our bodily functions is pornography. Pornography shows that when you squirt, it is like a water hose turning on and it's going to shoot across the floor. It's going to just waterfall everywhere. Those people are paid to ensure that their bodies can do that. There are some people who, when they quote-unquote squirt, it may be a dribble. It may be only the creaming that you do. It may just be a complete release of energy, and no liquid will ever come out. There are some people, unfortunately, in the world that cannot climax orgasm or squirt at all and may never do it in their lifetime. Mm. Okay. So it's it's, All right. it's well, easier I'm to kind of get sure away from the. Nothing. Go ahead. Uh, as I say, it's easier to get away from the notion that everybody is going to look or squirt or do their release the same way because there's nothing wrong with you whatsoever. The way that you orgasm and come is creamy. Okay. I was just making sure that there was nothing wrong with me. Because, you know, like my sister, she me me and her, we have these conversations. And she tells me that she do it. And I swore and argued with her for a long time that girl, you just pissing on the motherfucker, you know? Like I can pee <laughs> on the motherfucker. I mean, if that's the case, yeah, let me fill my bladder up and just go ahead and piss on his ass. I mean, because I guess guys is off into that shit. Like I really thought that. 
So, you know, like, you, uh, you know, like, I, you know, I, uh, uh, I'm trying to talk and then think at the same time because I, I got, like, three different things going on at once. But I understand the anatomy of the female's vagina. I understand, you know, all the little parts that's down there, what, what their functions is and shit like that, but I ain't never really studied the squirting part. So I'm just making sure that there's nothing wrong with me. My next question is this. Um, I'm a pimp. I ain't gonna, I'm just going to put that out there. And I'm trying to figure out how I can do things with guys without them catching feelings. Because once once the feelings get involved, I kind of just die out. There is really no way for you to stop somebody's emotions, even if you have a straight-up agreement on the front end. The best thing you can okay. do is just continue to let people know that this is strictly sex. Once you're finished, get up and leave. You don't need to make phone calls outside of are you coming over? And that can be a text. Keep everything emotionless. But it is you can't control how someone else will feel about you. Okay, because I tried my best to let them know it's just that. And, you know, they be cool and everything. They be all right. Like, they have some sense to them until I put it on them. And as long as I put it on them, they just become mentally <laughs> impaired. And, you know, I, I just can't. I can't mess with that, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then, then they, then they start having abandonment issues. You know, grown ass men, like you know, in their late 30s, early 40s, all up and through there, like they be starting to have abandonment issues as soon as I put put it on them real quick. But you know, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. That's why I just keep my shit to myself at some times because I don't want no attachment. Baby. <laughs> I know y'all in the back like, whoa, but y'all, y'all know me, y'all know I'm a, I'm a jokester, but you know, you know, I, I just have to choose my battles and pick on people and shit like that. <laughs> Where's JP? Uh, and hi, JP. Is he on the air? Yeah, he's hey, quiet. Hey, JP, why you back there hiding? As soon as I got up on the damn thing, you just went quiet. Yeah, I mean, I want to do that. I want to do that. You're to get your question in now. I want to make sure you got it all out your system. Okay, I, I got it out my system. <laughs> and, and invite me to one now. of them little Freestyle Friday deals you got going on. I'll be up in there. But, baby, it was a pleasure speaking to you. I'm going to go ahead and get up in this liquor store and give me a little thing of gin. And, uh... About to go ahead on to my session. So thank you for your time. I appreciate the information that you gave me. Absolutely, thank Definitely. you. Thank you for Definitely. calling in, Jamie. You yeah. are not a problem. You you know I had to harass you and give you a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, thank you for calling, Jamie. All right. Let's go ahead and take some more calls. Uh, like I said, if you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1. We're talking to Coach K. She's telling women how to squirt. She's talking about entanglements, all of that, all that good stuff, anything you want to know, licensed sexologist and relationship expert, 
Coach K has the answers for you. And um, if you're streaming from the phone already, all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on, and we'll talk about it. If you're in Blacktopia right now, if you're in the Media Blast, if you're in any of these other things, and you're just looking at the links and streaming, uh, you don't want to call in, that's fine for this week. I ain't going to bug you about it. But you can shoot an uh, inbox over, or you can pop something over to me. I'll read your question online. Even if you want to keep – I, I don't judge. So if you want to say something freaky, deep, nasty, whatever, you can. Um, so I'll, I'll read it, but I won't say your name if you don't want that. That's cool. Uh, also, for the people that are on Instagram as well that, that may be tuned in, uh, again, just inbox me, message me, uh, DM me at J-A-Y-F-O-R-N-O-W, and uh, we'll, we'll get your question on. All right, let's go ahead and take the next set of calls. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, nah, man, I got a I got a question that came in the inbox, man. I wanted to ask uh, Coach K. Uh-huh. Oh yes, go ahead. So, so question the question, Coach K, is this: If you in a marriage and you realize that you are married to a person that's narcissistic, a narcissist, how do you how do that how does that marriage survive? Or what do you do? What's your advice on what do you do once you realize that you're in that type of a marriage? That would be for the two of them um, to seek counsel together because typically the one person didn't just become a narcissist. These were, excuse me, this was this person's personality to begin with. Um, so it may be going back to how did we get to this point, and I'm pretty sure they got to that point by ignoring and being numb. So now that uh, the person who is looking to say this is not working for me anymore has become unnumb, it, you, you have to talk through it. And for a narcissist being completely upfront and factual about conversations, will probably be the best way to go about it, not bringing up um, opinions or generalizations because that will just usually try to be manipulated. So have factual conversations and when possible. Um, For that, I would even refer out to a licensed therapist for that situation, to be honest. So really there's, when you realize that what if you've been married for a long time, say 20 plus years and the reality of the situation and you're faced with that, what, what do you do? Because it's like you're stuck, you know what I'm saying? Between emotions and reality. And it's almost like you've lost yourself within, you know, trying to figure out how to save your marriage. What advice do you give to that person that has that realization? Where do they go from there? That is the statement that you made about losing themselves is a very important one. So in that case, the person that felt like they lost themselves, the very first thing they need to do is start working on themselves. Um, Let the narcissist do their thing over here to the side for now. Because one thing that I think we forget when we get into marriages is we are individual people that decided to come together into a union. And so it is very easy for one or both of the parties to completely lose themselves so busy trying to hold a group, which is the two of you, together. 
So at some point in a marriage, you have to continue to be an individual person in order to still move forward in the marriage. What that narcissist did was completely made a world around themselves. And I'm pretty sure that the person that's on the outside helped to contribute to making everything about that person to the point where they felt like this is truly right. The world revolves around me. So the non-narcissist needs to pull back just a little bit, find themselves, become strong within themselves so that they can be a foundation to then try to work with or talk to the narcissist to make them understand and see who they are by putting up a mirror and, again, having factual, only factual conversations. That's just it. The facts is the part that's going to make the difference. No generalizations and no opinions when it comes to the conversation, but it's going to have to be after they find themselves holy. So that that's great answer. Let me let me go back to uh, something you said earlier in the conversation because we had some callers come in late. What 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 is it about getting married young that you know what I'm saying sometimes you can't maintain the longevity of the marriage when you get 20 plus years. What is it about getting married young? Cause I know you said it earlier in the show, but what is it for the callers that just came in, in the room? What is it about that, that they can't always, you know, maintain the marriage? What happens when you get married fresh out of school or fresh out of, you know, whatever. So getting married young Um, So there's a difference in the people who came fresh out of school. So I'll start with that. Getting married at the age of 18 means that, you know, you went through 12 years of school. You probably had this boyfriend probably usually from, like, middle school. Somebody you knew forever. And then when you guys decided, when we're we're legal, we're going to get married. And so you get married. Then you're now out of school. You start to go into this real world where you're no longer in your parents' house and you're seeing real people, you get real jobs, you start meeting other people. Typically in school, you stay around the same group of people from sometimes from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. When you start to go out into the real world where you get jobs, you're meeting people from all over. So now a new dynamic of feelings and people are being introduced to you. You never gave your mind a chance to grow outside of that person that you stayed with. So if the person that you're married to is stagnant, you're going to be stagnant because you don't know anything else. The reason why it usually does not last or work is because typically you're not taught any skills of how to work things out. The first argument, one thing that really young couples get into arguments about is freaking social media. You like this girl's picture or you don't have me as your profile picture, just something simple. We're, you know, we're seeing marriages split up with young people over things like that. Life skills are not being taught to young people. Whereas when I was in school, we had the home ec, we had the life skills, we had you know, health and pee. We had real education. Even when our parents didn't give it to us, we had some kind of life skills that were taught to us before we went into the real world. That's not being taught today. 
we also have a different dynamic of how women view themselves because we're a lot stronger than what we were. It was, you know, back in the day, no matter what your male, um, what your husband did, you stood by them no matter what. Well, the power shifted a little bit and women became more self-sufficient and dependent. And it's, well, you mess up one time, then you're out. And we all gave up on that. Let's talk things through. So coming out of school and staying with the same person, staying stagnant, when you do meet somebody who's different, you want to go and explore and play because you weren't given that option. Wow. I would say that's somebody fresh out of school. Um, just somebody yeah. in general young, it, it's because they don't have the skills to work through because marriage is, is bigger than just quote-unquote work. Uh, marriage is almost a career. The same way you work hard in a career to stat- try to stay at a company for 20 years, you work hard. You put in the hours. You do the extra credit work. You, you know, fight for your raises. You want good evaluations. You fight for that career. Too many people get married for work versus career, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, interesting. Uh, very interesting is I. Continue to watch the inbox and the mailbag. We have another question coming in, but I am going to get back to to that. But we have a, a, a scenario that just came in uh, out of the digital meet and greet uh, inbox, and it goes like this. JT, My ex JT, and I, I, I don't mean to. Yeah. Uh, JT, yeah. Uh, yeah well, hold on. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I definitely want to. We got we got a few more callers waiting too. So I think we should go back and forth. Right. We'll, we'll take a, we'll take another call, okay. then we'll take another inbox, and we'll take another like you know, let's you know, All right. definitely. So hold All on to right. that. We'll, we'll go ahead and get, get this caller. We got a few more callers waiting. Uh, caller in the oh, caller in the four three two eight eight zero. You're on the air. Who is this? Hey, hey, hey! This your girl, Lady Sin, aka Aisha. Aisha, how you doing? Everyone hey, well, my question is, hey, I need you out the room. This grown folk talk. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need you to get out the room. Okay, hasta luego. Okay. See, I don't have a problem climaxing, uh, you know, squirting, uh, none of that stuff. You know, my sexual drive is high. It, it's not high, but, you know, the older that I get, I see that I'm not interested. Like, I feel like I've done it all. Like, I I feel like I'm the porn, super porn star. That the, the, I can't watch a porno that can teach me shit. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. But my question is, a lot of us women, okay, there's a saying, and the saying goes that if you, well, it's a it's a Geechee saying. And when I say Geechee, it's like voodoo, you know, that type of thing. But my thing is, a lot of us women, we have... Um, excretions and we have that time of the month. I know this might sound nasty, 
to some of you men and whatnot, but y'all don't understand what y'all go through. But we know what y'all go through. We just hush hush, and I'm, I might be giving up the game a little bit too much. But the thing about it is, you know, before that time of the month, we have this thing, and this thing, and a lot of y'all men just be super horny and shit. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why is it that? I mean, is it that? I can't shake a lot of men because I've allowed them to eat the before. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? So you want to know if the if right before your you know, menstruation, the saying, if, yeah, because, well, the saying is, yeah, the saying is, if you put if the man eats the blood, then they're attracted to you. If the man and my thing is, if what if it's not even actually the blood that makes them attracted to you? What if it's the before, the pre? You know what I'm saying? Say, for instance, you uh, a lot of us women, we know what time we're going to start that time of the month, and we know what time is going to happen and whatnot. We feel our body changing and whatnot. But we go ahead and let them go down. But then that will be our downfall because guess what? We got a whole lot of niggas or a whole extra bunch of niggas and brothers. We don't even understand why we got a whole line of brothers. And is it because of that extra? It's it's not, honestly. Um, It's more of the act of being able to perform this act on you. So while there are a lot of people who – just look at oral as an afterthought in the younger ages. Um, there are some men and women mature who feel like this is a show of compassion and love. And so being able to um, perform cunnilingus on a woman is an act of almost honor. Like I am doing this amazing thing to you. And that means as you lay back and allow me to do it, that you're enjoying it, so, you know, this must be love. And it's just how that person feels about you. They feel <laughs> like if this is something that we're going to do, then this is major. So it really doesn't have anything to do with um, that hormone is essentially what they're going to be eating out of you at that time. It, it, and I know exactly what you're talking about, probably like, you know, a couple of days before the menstruation comes. Yes. Um, and I'm like, and a lot well, of women, maybe this is my problem or maybe why this is why I can <laughs> perhaps this is why I can't shake their ass. I mean, from 17 years ago and you still want to cook me a romantic dinner and that. That's love. Damn, that that that's that's love. That's somebody who genuinely cares and loves you. <laughs> and I, you know, you say it's love, and I'm like, uh, I, I'm gonna give a scenario. I I just recently went through this past weekend. It was the horrifying, most. It was like hell date. Oh, so he's like seven from seventeen, eighteen years ago. He's like. Come over to my house. Come over to my house. I want to cook dinner for you. I'm a chef, and I think he see that I'm a chef, so he sees. Oh well, let me match my chef skills with her, and you know, let me do a thing or what, what, what. So he's like, yeah, let me cook for you. I ask the question, what you gonna cook? He said, let me surprise you, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, eh. 
Okay, well, I did not let him surprise me, and I did not go with the date. I came days later after the date, and I said, I apologize. (laughs) I said, oh, I'm so sorry. He still wanted me to come over, and I was trying to figure out why the reason he wanted me to come over. Well, long story short, I get over there, and he's like, this book, book, before I got over there, he's like, oh, well, my daughters and I, we had the date, we had a lunch date and this and that. And I said, you do realize it is 3 o'clock, right, in the afternoon. He was like, he bought wine and this and that and this and that. Story short, uh, he had bad bugs. I've never, ever, ever, ever experienced. I don't know how many people on the same that did bad bugs or experienced bad bugs, but I have. Four children, and this individual, after 18 years, don't you don't invite me over thinking that you a GQ nigga, talking about you a whole goddamn meal. Nigga, you are like a lunchable. You know what I'm talking about? How you going to be a GQ nigga and you know you got bad bugs? Well, yeah, that's not good, but... <laughs> 18 years, it can't be love. That's that's an emotion that he has, an an attachment that he just has for you. But it it wasn't because of the eating that was done 18 years ago. That's just an attraction that he still has for you. Well, you know what he told me? He, he, He messed around and told me, he said, and you're not wifey material. I didn't know I was coming up for the challenge. <laughs> oh, his feelings was hurt. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Thank God I'm not wifey type." Because he didn't have. Oh my God, it was just hell's date. Hell's date. I'm gonna write about it one day. I'm, uh, I'm gonna have to put it in a book or something. <laughs> but I sure appreciated it. I, I was just wondering if that could have been it. Like, I mean, they just come out the woodwork, like. You don't even have to be thinking of them. 18 years ago? Like, what the fuck? Like, I have a whole nother life. But I sure appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. All right, Aisha, uh, Lady Sin, thank you for your call. Uh, JT, actually, before we get to get to the, uh, the other uh, questions, the phone lines are are blowing up, so I want to make sure I get some more people before they drop off the line. Um, if that's if that's all right. Um, how, how many questions yeah. you got over there, JT? No, no, we good, man. Let's roll with the calls, man. Um, you know, I have something when we, you know, once we we get these callers, man. That's what we call them in for digital meet and greet. We 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 on fire tonight, man. So let's get it. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's go ahead and get the call. Thank you, for, thank you, uh, Lady Sin. We're gonna go to the next caller. Uh, thank you for that. And um and if you have any other questions, definitely get in touch with uh de- definitely get in touch with Coach K. You know, check out her website, check out the uh the challenges, the services she has to offer. Um, anything that can help you in your uh sex and relationship life, she'll definitely help you with that. Awesome. awesome. Definitely. Awesome. All right. All right, all right. Let's go to the next caller. Caller in the eight four three five nine nine. You're on the air. Who is this? 
Uh, yes, hello. This is Courtney. Um, hey, Courtney. So my <laughs> hey, how y'all doing? Hey. How you doing? Um, well? So, uh, so my question is uh, for Coach K, of course. What what would you say are some good out of the box role play ideas? So, like, especially now that everybody's kind of locked in and quarantined and um, you know can't really go out and about and, and go different places. What would you? What type of advice would you give to kind of keep things spicy? Keeping things spicy would depend on a whole lot of things. Do you have small children in the house? Yes. Yes, we do. Okay. Um, so it will be a little bit more limited. <laughs> so um, fun ways to not necessarily always role play, but fun ways to kind of keep some spice going on, especially with little ones in the house, is number one, I always recommend shower time. Shower time is one of the most fun ways to play with your partner. Um, it is not always ergonomically great, but the adventure of shower time. Make sure you have a bath mat down because it can get slippery. Um, <laughs> and, of course, make sure the kids are, are you know, sleep so they don't come in the, um, in the, in the bathroom. Um, another fun way, are you in a – do you have a place like um, – are you in a home or an apartment complex, a townhouse? Um, in a home, and then to your point, as far as kids, like we – our uh, daughter, she does not like to go to sleep. Like she still is like in our bed and uh, – or coming in in the middle of the night, even after we lock the door. So it's like it's, it's, it's a little hard. It's a little hard around here. <laughs> We've had we've had five, so I understand. <laughs> we went to that five different times, so and we still manage to continue to have. So I understand. Um, so <laughs> you're in a home. So another fun thing that you can do is when the kiddos are asleep, if you are extremely adventurous, um, you can get a tent and put it in the backyard, and you guys can go and play in the tent. Don't try to make it a whole mm, night like thing that. you don't know how long the kids are going to stay asleep. But right. you're able to do quickies every once in a while are so fun, and it keeps the spice going. It's it's crazy because it's, it's sneaking. Essentially, you're sneaking around the kids. <laughs> it's what right. Right. That's um, Thank you. Another fun <laughs> one more. I'm going to give you one more, and this is like from way back when you were teenagers. Go in the back of uh-huh. the car. Middle of the night, kids asleep, going to the back seat of the car. Got you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're <laughs> welcome. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you for uh thank you for your questions. And uh definitely get in touch with uh Coach K for any other questions. You know, uh you can check out our website, love and intimacy one oh one dot com. And uh she has all kind she she can definitely uh Help you in many different areas. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Courtney. Uh, any other questions before we uh, go to the next caller? Oh no, that's it. Thank you. All right, thank you. Take her out with some claps. All right. 
Now, uh, like I said before, if you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1. If you're already calling from your phone, just press 1 and we'll bring you on. Uh, you know, like, like a lot of people, you're, you're not on a big conference call. You're on a, it's actually going through a radio system, so uh, a digital one. So we don't, if you call in, nobody can hear you, you know, so if you unmute your phone yourself, it doesn't mean you're on yet. We have to manually bring you on. <laughs> so, uh, so again, just press one on your phone. If you, if you're streaming from your phone, and you want to get into the queue. Uh, also, if you're in Blacktopia or if you're in the Media Blast or any of these other places and you're streaming, um, pop your questions over to me or JT. Uh, we'll answer your questions anonymously over the air if you don't want to, you know, if you want some, got a question, you don't want nobody to know your business like that, uh, definitely hit, it, hit us with it and we'll read it on the air. We ain't going to tell your business. And uh, we don't judge, so, you know, you can, you can say anything. All right, let's go on to the next caller. Caller in the 857-320. You're on the air. Hi, Coast K. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Who is this? So, my name is Elizabeth, um, and I want to talk about using lube in the bedroom. So, I do know, it's a second part, it's a two-part question, by the way. So, I do know that things like breastfeeding, menopause, um, medication, things like that, you know, it can affect a woman's natural lubrication, but if those things have been rolled out, do you have any advice on how a woman can naturally fix that? And the second part of my question is, do you think that when a woman uses lube, do you think that that hurts a man's ego? Do you think that he feels like, wow, I cannot get her wet? Um, What do you think? Those are really good questions, and I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, The first thing with the uh, infant dryness, I would say that if you have been to your primary care or if you have just had a baby, if you've been to your OB and you've been cleared of any kind of medical reasons why there's um, vaginal dryness, then I would say lubrication is always going to be your best friend. As women, um, we have a lot of hormones that are always all over the place. And as mothers, our minds are always going. So we don't always produce the lubrication that we can sometimes. I am a huge advocate. I'm also a bedroom candy consultant. And at all of my parties, I will tell anybody, lubrication once you've used it once, will always be a want, not just a need. If you're able to have lubrication added, even to someone who has um, a natural flow of lubrication within themselves, adding that additional lubrication makes everything in a bedroom that much more fun. The reason being, even someone who has that natural lubrication flow going, If for any reason your mind goes off of sex and say you thought about something you put in a dryer, but then you come back into the act of it, you may not notice it. But for that moment, you have dried up, but then you start reproducing when you got back into the moment. 
in those moments or the seconds that you were not thinking about the act of sex, you introduce yourself to micro tears. Having intimate lubrication added to the playing mode keeps you lubricated the entire time. Does it hurt the male ego? It should not if it is explained that this is something that you want to add versus something that you have to add. It has to be an open conversation with your partner no matter what. Even if you want to just try one of the flavored, you know, in our line we have four different flavored lubrication. You can say, hey, I want to try this flavored lubrication. I guarantee you the first time he slides in using that lubrication, he's going to ask you for it every single time. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Be careful with the type of lubrication that you do get, though. Pay attention to the ingredients that are in there, especially when it comes to the -the over-the-counter. As picky as we are with our toothpaste, it's just as picky as we we should have on anything that's going into our intimate areas. You got it. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. That answers my question. I won't say Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sitting here talking to y'all, and I'm on mute. <laughs> no wonder. Why are they ignoring me? It's trying to be funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, definitely, uh, Elizabeth. Definitely, thank you for calling in. Is there is there anything uh, else you'd like to ask Coach K or anything else for moving forward to the next call? Nope, I'm all set. You can move on. Thank you. Definitely, definitely. Thank you for that. We appreciate the call. All right, let's throw some claps on it for you. All right. You know, like I said, if you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1 and we'll bring you on. If you're uh, if you've already streaming from your phone, if you're already listening from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1 and we'll bring you on, bringing everybody in, in order. So uh, just wait, be patient. If somebody's taking too long and and yapping at the mouth and da da da. Yeah, yeah, be, 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 be calm. We'll, we'll get you. <laughs> you know, we're not going nowhere. Coach K is going to answer your questions. That's what she's there for. Um, and also go to her website, loveandintimacy101.com, and she'll, you know, give you some more uh, tips. And she also has some challenges. Oh, actually, before we take the next caller, uh, Coach K, you have some uh, some challenges for the people, right? Or you, you have some uh, relationship boot camps and things you uh, you want to talk yes. about, right? Yes, I do. Um, I have a program that I just launched recently. It's called Own Your Ish, Sis. And what it is is for that woman out there who may be in a relationship or not but have just seemed to have lost her own voice and place in life. And so I have a seven-day challenge. It's completely free. Um, that everyone can go through. And then on July 31st, I am launching my first um, On Your on your Ish Sis Boot Camp. And it is a five-week intensive learning and training seminar for um, women to find that empowerment piece 
and just get their footing back to build a solid foundation for themselves before and even within, but mostly before going out into the world to create and get into any relationships. And information on that can be found at ownyourishthis.com. Definitely get it. Get all those links. Oh, do, do, click them all. You know, uh, we're also going to plug them again <laughs> later on in the program. So, uh, yeah, Coach K, she's definitely helping people improve themselves, improve their love lives, their dating life, their sex life, all of that. That's what we're doing tonight. Let's go ahead and take these calls. Caller in the 706-593. You're on the air. Who is this? Oh, yeah. Caller in the... Hey! Hello. Hey, this, oh, Hi. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Okay. So, yeah, um, <laughs> I'm a therapist, but um, our question. Um, my guy and I have been together for five years, and it's it's good, and he's very very talented in the bedroom. But um, it's a one-time thing, you know, it's one shot and, and that's it. And no matter how much I dress up, play, talk to it personally, that one shot is over with. So I was trying to figure out ways that I can keep the game going after the first round. Now, does he, is he going to sleep afterwards? Yes. Gotcha. And is it usually after work, or is this? It could be even if it's the middle of a Saturday day. Um, I can wake him up with it, and he will be knocked out, snoring. All right. So, has there ever been a time where, like, say you just did a play date in the middle, like Saturday morning, ten a.m. Does he go to sleep after that as well? Well, has that ever occurred? Yes. Yes. I mean, okay. it's like, yeah. He's good, but it's just, um, I can go a lot longer than he can. And gotcha. sometimes I'm frustrated because he, he's already tapped out. Now, do you all, how long is sex normally before he finishes? On a good day, he can hold it for about 15, 20 minutes. On a bad day, he's tapping out within four. Okay. Now, have you ever introduced any toys into the bedroom? I did. Um, I wanted to um, try something different. Um, I, I, I wanted to try anal, and I put the toy in the front and let him do anal and he, he tapped out. No, so I'm talking about, and I'm glad that you introduced that toys into the bedroom. So I'm just asking for the, the fact of if you're saying that you're not able to finish, correct, because he's asleep once he's done, is that right? 
I mean, I'll get one, but I won't get a really, really good one that makes me go to sleep. And then you're ready for another round afterwards. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So that may involve potentially you being able to use toy play or have your partner toy play on you to jumpstart you to that, you know, kind of get the engine revved up. And then when you feel like you're at a heightened point, then you two can engage together and finish strong together. Um, the okay. other option would be that if, it, you know, toy option before is just not a no-go, when he sleeps, then make it clear to him before you do it, of course, to say, you know, on those nights when you actually, you know, pass out before me, I am going to finish up with my toy. But you want to make sure that it's something that he's fully aware of. Okay. And give yourself some um, time. I, I do appreciate that. Shoot. <laughs> well, and you know, <laughs> he says it's my fault. He he really does. He does say that, and I I appreciate that. But my I I want to be knocked out too. That's that's what I'm saying. Right. But the thing is, I will say this: when you can figure out using that toy, what it is that puts you in that state of being knocked out, then the more you do that, and the more you can figure it out on yourself, then you'll be able to eventually tell that to him where he can hit those same spots or do those same things to you just with his body. So that's a way of you exploring yourself to figure out how, how do you get yourself jump start to that point of I'm about to be knocked out for the night. When you can do that, you teach it to your partner. Okay. That sounds great. Um, the second part of my question is, um, I'm never not well lubricated for the ride. Um, I have wet spots, you know, showing that I'm very well in tune and ready for the action, wet spots down my leg, down his leg. That's not the problem, but he has expressed a desire of wanting me to squirt, and that's not something that I've never been able to do. I've never never dry. It's always wet. It just doesn't come out in a fountain. You need to explain to him that uh, I'll start with this statement. Pornography will kill a relationship and this is why. Because the job of a porn star is to do things dramatically for effect. They're paid to do that. Their bodies can do that. If your fountain is one that dribbles down the leg, then that's exactly how you orgasm. That's how you come. That's where your squirting mechanism is. So what he just has to understand is that's your body. You don't squirt out like a water hose because your body's not meant to do that. But pornography will absolutely kill relationship. Well, not necessarily, you know, it it just creates a fantasy that's not always a reality. Right, those people, like I tell him, like, if you look at the bed and you see the thick, wet spot, you already know that I'm very much attracted to you and very much in tune to what we're doing. I just, it just doesn't come out like a water fountain. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. Now, the other thing is you can tell him if you keep on asking for it, 
You strip him down, put him in the bottom of the tub, and you pee on him and say, now, if you want this here waterfall, here you go. But I don't think he's going to want that. So, <laughs> No, he's a little too pretty for that. He'll have a fit. <laughs> I don't know. Ask him to see. I mean, you know, you never know until you ask. But that's just explain that everybody right. is different. You're right. You're absolutely right about that. Now, my last question is um, also about us when we're together. Um, he is very, this is more relationship versus sexual. He's very old-fashioned, and he's very protective, and I love it. Don't get me wrong. I, I really, really appreciate that because I've never experienced that before him. But what I do have a problem with is being told um what to wear, how to wear it, and how to act when we go certain places. It's like I've been doing this for over 30 years. I'm well acclimated to how to act and what to do and what to wear. And I am a larger woman, um, but I'm nice with it. So it's like I'm not going to wear these big moo-moos because you feel some type of way about your, your people looking at me. How can I get him more comfortable with my parents? And what's your age difference? What's the age gap between you two? Actually, we're the same age. He just, he has a problem with me looking the way I normally look. It's like when we go around his family, he wants me to wear jeans and tennis shoes. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, but I'm not a jeans and tennis shoes type of girl. I'm a a dress and heels type. I've always been that way. And is he feeling like it's a is the dress short and he feels like what is a disrespectful length for his mom or what is the reason? He he tells me flat out he don't want anybody else looking at his woman. Gotcha. Okay. So that's a um that's a comfort level for him. That's a him issue that you need to consistently talk with him and give him confidence. And I've been there. I'll just start. I've been there, so I totally understand where you are. Five years in, um, the first five to seven years of any relationship is the hardest. This is the phase where you're still getting to know each other, and he needs to understand that no matter who or what, who looks at you, you're not looking back. So it's um, helped to build the confidence in him, but to a certain degree, because you can't make him understand anything. You can only try to guide, teach, mold, and show him that you are there for him and no one else. But that's a man that that's just, it is possible based on a previous relationship why it could be um, some kind of, you know, baggage there. But just to continue to talk to him and make him understand this is who I am. I am not looking for anyone else. You, you say you all are married, correct? No, and we've just been together. Okay. Then he needs to um, – this is a time when you need to really just have a, a this is this is I would love to talk to you offline at some point, but this is a conversation that you need to have with him of this is who I am and to help him build that confidence in your relationship. Um, 
But again, you can't make him feel a certain way. And please don't allow anyone to diminish who you are in this process. Just help him to understand that you are there for him, but still remember who you are within. Does that make sense? It does, and I really appreciate you saying that. Absolutely. Well, those definitely. are all my questions. I really appreciate you guys. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. We appreciate you uh, being a part of Blacktopia and calling into the digital meet and greet. Um, also, I could I could definitely connect you with Coach K uh, so you could, you know, ask any other offline questions, get more deep into it, because Coach K can really coach you through it and really, you know, help enhance the relationship between you and your man. Okay, that sounds great. Absolutely. Definitely. I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll put you guys in the uh, on the post. I'll, I'll tag your name, Kanye, uh, to you know to you know y'all can take it from there. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all have a great night, and thank you again. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Uh, you yes. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Let's go ahead and take some more calls. We'll take you out with a clap. All right, uh, whoever that caller was in the 336, if you're still streaming, just give us a call back. Like I said, we're answering the calls in order, so don't get patient and, and, and impatient, you know, and, uh, and, and hang up. Because you hang up and call back, you get you get placed lower on the list. You take you a while to get to you. So let's go ahead and take the next caller. Uh, caller in the 704-953, you're on the air. Who is this? Hey. Hey. Ashley. What you got? <laughs> how you doing, Ashley? Ashley. Hey, how you doing, Ashley? Hey. Ashley, you awoke. You awake today? Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, uh, you have a relationship question for uh for Coach K. I mean, I'm not in a relationship, so I don't even know what to ask. Well, I mean, you know, even if you're single, you know, or any type of, uh, uh, you know, even if you're, you know, Coach K isn't just for people in relationships, like we said earlier. Uh, just life questions, questions about sex, questions about uh, dating, you know, questions about things like that. So it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, partnership things, you know, anything, you know. I mean, anything concerning you and enhancing your life, you know, she's all for it. Okay. Um, I don't really know um, to what to expect, really, because lately I've been getting, um, like, random guys DMing me a lot, but... um. It's just a lot of them are have been um, asking me to, um, I guess, be their um, sugar baby or whatever. But I, I, um, I just blatantly ignore those. But um, just lately, I've been getting messages from guys pretty much saying that yeah, I'm pretty and all this stuff, but. 
it just comes down to do they really want to know me or they just think of me as just nothing but a pretty face or whatever. So it's just the annoyance of the, um, and this is actually happening to quite a few people where uh, guys are just in DM saying, uh, I'm looking for sugar babies or, you know, people have full profiles of it. I think you're doing the right yeah. thing by just shutting it down because people are dangerous and you don't know their intention. If someone yeah. cannot send you a message that is with any kind of purpose behind it, straight ignore it, block them. That's the best thing I, I would say for you. You want to make sure that if someone is messaging you, it's with a purpose um, and be very careful with people who are online. Yeah, I've been doing that a lot. I just block a lot of them pretty much because it's basically asking the same thing. Yeah, and I also want to say, too, uh, you know, like I said, if you don't have a purpose, you know, just ignore them. Uh, mm-hmm. And those people that are some of the people on Instagram saying they want you as a sugar baby, they want to yeah. you know, pay you a, a weekly allowance. Yeah, those people. Yeah, are, yeah, those yeah, because uh, one guy did that saying that he was going to pay me 8000 a week. Yeah, now those guys. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I ended up blocking that that immediately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, uh, they, and they don't really, they, they don't even care. Cause like, uh, I, so, you know, I, I, on my Instagram, I also post uh, my clients and things like that. I post, you know, the things I do for them, their work and the work that I'm doing for them. And uh, you know, I have a lot of female clients. I'll post a female client, and they'll inbox me. Not looking at the profile, just looking at the picture, and oh, oh, I, you know, they they do me that way too. And I'm a guy, <laughs> and and I I shut it down. They, you know, they those are scams. They they want you to get a a, a card, a, 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 an iTunes card, and some some way they're tricking you to giving you their bank, you know, their bank number and all that stuff like that. They'll, you know, so they they people got no, information out. That, so. no. Yeah, they. I mean. Uh, there's information online that people put out there about people like that who hit you up and want to give you an allowance a week, you know. So that, yeah, they're they're yeah, you got to stay ahead of the game. They're they're definitely scammers. Yeah. Uh yeah. So uh, so definitely Ashley. Um, so yeah, just. <laughs> Yeah, but I still don't know what to do about just guys in general. I don't know what their real intent is. If they just see nothing but me as a pretty face and nothing else, I don't know what to do about that. Well, the most important thing is to, once you do, if someone does approach you or send you a message um, and you feel that it does have any kind of purpose and substance to it, is to have a general conversation, um, keep it light, you know. If you feel like it starts to go into a dark place where you don't want it to go, then you have the power to shut it off. If you 
for whatever reason get to a place where you feel like you want to meet somebody um, based on those conversations, I would always make sure that is a, a public place, maybe even bring a friend with you. But just I would say just be cautious of everyone that you are meeting online and just ensure that those conversations stay light and kind of in a friendly mode. Well, I've been um, meeting a whole lot of people um, face-to-face because of all this COVID-19 stuff, but um, prior encounters before that is just like, some guys want to get to know me, and then there are other times where it just, I don't know, could possibly leading to um, just um, them wanting nothing but sex for me. Well, you have complete control over that part. So, you know, again, once you see that it's going to a place that's non-productive, then just shut it down. That you you won't know everyone's intention on the front end, so it's just having those conversations to get to a point where you know what their intentions are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely good advice, uh, Coach K. Um, definitely, Ashley. Uh, well, definitely thank you for the call and, and I hope that really helps. Oh, yes, you're welcome. Thank you. All right. Uh, if we have any other callers, uh, like I said, we still want to open up the phone lines. We got about 10 more minutes and we, we're cutting it off. Uh, we got to wrap up. So, um, uh, JT, I know some people inboxed you, so I definitely want you to get those, uh, get those in right quick if you can. Now nah, let's roll with the front. Let's roll with the calls, man. All right. Well, that that was the uh, Ashley was the last one. The other call, uh, call in the seven hundred two. Uh, if you're still streaming, there was seven hundred two. Call in the seven hundred two. If you're still streaming, call back in. We'll bring you on. You know, uh, press one. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of people. You know, a lot of great advice being shared. A lot of great information. Um. Yeah, Coach K, you, you know you, you're you're very helpful, very useful. You know your services is, is, is you know I, I I there's no uh, one sentence that can encompass everything that needs to be said about the type of work you do for the people that need it. You know because we all need more love and intimacy in our lives and you know to enhance it. Well, I actually have some questions myself. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, you said you uh, yeah. Um, you know that, uh, have you heard of the no fap, uh, movement? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. Uh. Yeah, the no fap, are you familiar with that? N-O-F-A-P? Oh, sorry about that. I'm doing 20 things at once. <laughs> I need to be running the show. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the note, the, 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 the whiff, the whiff, uh, the holding out on actually uh, of men either masturbating or even having sex, just no, uh, 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 what is it, semen retention, where they, where they trying no, not to, you know. Not. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think it's a new thing. It's I've, I've heard about it through various sources. 
another member of Blacktopia actually introduced me to actually well not introduced me, but you know told me about it and I checked into it and I actually tried that I, I'm I actually uh, I have a girlfriend <laughs> and it, uh and and um it uh how, how can I word one word my words um. So it's promoting yeah, actually, from masturbation to porn. Well, no, well, not just that, but like even when you have, uh, they're saying like even if you, when you're having sex, don't, uh, man, just do not, don't climax, just just have the sex without reaching that peak. And they're saying that you can enhance other parts of your life. They said stuff like Mike Tyson did that when he was winning all the fights back in the eighties and things like that. And, and other athletes and other, uh, they say, uh, Elon Musk, um, uh, practices that, <laughs> you know, it, say, it says that it helps your brain power. And I, I want to know if you, if you heard anything of that, if, if, if semen retention actually does improve you in other ways, or if that's just a whole, a whole lot of BS just to, uh, I guess I don't know what they're selling. <laughs> Other yeah, than, uh, I would say medic, medically speaking, it goes against what is traditionally known as um, men who can ejaculate on a regular basis is actually healthy for them to do so. So this movement, if it's in that true sense of what you describe, is the complete opposite of it. So not being able to ejaculate is probably not um, a healthy way to be. Yeah. Okay. I actually, I stopped doing that, but I, I tried, wanted to, I wanted to experiment myself to see if there, there was any kind of uh, changes with me. And and the changes that I think that it did have, I think there's more in my head than, than you know, than actually uh, a thing. It builds up testosterone, which can be dangerous if you really think about it. Um, it's yeah. You need to release. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. Builds up testosterone. Um, one of the they were they were saying that there was a lot of benefits to that. The way they were uh, saying in all the YouTube videos and the you know the information I came across. Probably for a fighter, yeah, it makes sense for a fighter to build up testosterone to go and fight and beat the crap out of the next person. You know, if they're a boxer, yes. But if men just walked around with an overgrowth of testosterone in the world, that could be a dangerous place. Um, okay, okay. So I guess that's why they keep point referencing Mike Tyson and all these fighters and stuff like that. Because it, it, of course, it's over work <laughs> for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not a yeah, not a guy sitting at a desk at a computer. Uh, Writing up a press release, not not for me. <laughs> no, because your okay. words might be, and you might throw the computer if you misspell a word, like you don't want to. Ah, okay, so that's probably why I was a little <laughs> around that time. Um, definitely. And I also have another question too. Before I pass it over to JT, uh, are you familiar? I, I think you said you're not entirely familiar with it. I asked you this in uh, in Blacktopia about. Um, not what is, what is the word for it? Tantra. Yeah, I have not Tantra. gotten that. My focus was never um, in that realm. It's something that I would look forward to in the future, but I'm not um, really studied around Tantra at all. Oh, 
okay, okay. Yeah, because uh, I had a, an ex that actually was trying to put me on to that, and I I, I, I really didn't grasp it all the way. <laughs> so, you know, it's really uh, good, though. Definitely look into it. I mean, from what I understand, it's, it's awesome, you know, the different positions and um, with the mindfulness and all. It's, it's pretty good. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get more uh get more versed into it so I can practice it. <laughs> All right. Uh well, my nervous laugh aside, let's go ahead and pass the mic to JT. <laughs> Coach K, I'm just going to um, ask you this last question. How how important is communication in any relationship that you have? Communication it should be the number one priority in any relationship that you have. The breakdown of communication can destroy everything around you. So that is a really, really, really great question. And I will honestly say um, 99% of the clients that I do see that come to me saying, hey, I want to have more sex or I want to do this sexually, all of our sessions start with the communication piece. And once we um, work on that communication, everything else literally will fall into place. How you communicate, being transparent in the communication, being clear in the communication, all of those things matter. So that is an extremely great question. And that's all I had, Jay. All right, definitely, definitely. All right, well, I'd like to thank all the callers, all the listeners, definitely everyone that tuned in. Um, you can get more information on on Coach K by going to loveandintimacy101.com. And uh, Coach K, before we officially wrap it up, we only have a couple of seconds. Is there anything you want to plug, uh, links, all that? Go ahead and do that. Yes, so definitely um, join me for my free couples couch on July 30, excuse me, July 29th. I have a five steps to master a masturbation class that is going to happen on July 30th. And on July 31st, I have my own year is this boot camp that I launch, everything you can find at loveandintimacy101.com. Thank you all for having me tonight. Definitely, and thank you as well. All right, you don't have to go home, but you got to get off this thing. Good night. Peace. Bye.